How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. It is episode 22, Parents vs. Gaming. We're calling this the train wreck because we really have no idea what we're probably going to talk about for the next 45 minutes. Uh, Jordan, wait, wait, hang on. I thought this your... was because of the van. Wait, I thought this was because of Vanguard. Like, it's a giant train that you just blow up wow. for no damn reason. You set me up for that, didn't you? You planned that for five, you planned that for five minutes. You wanted me to call it the train wreck. Just so you could talk about this stupid, stupid event that Activision and Raven put on in Warzone. And you know me, I'm the biggest defender of Call of Duty. But wow, we will get into that event. As you can see in the middle, Jordan is here, but her Jordan. camera's broke, so she's just going to be on audio. Hi, Jordan. How are you? Great, great. How are you? Fantastic, fantastic. And all the way on the end, probably sitting on his soapbox right now. It sounds like he's rearing and ready to go tonight. Uh, Jay Noller. Jay, how are you? Good. I had an espresso. Let's fucking go. (laughs) This is going to be a disaster. Hopefully no one's tuning in tonight or listening this week on the podcast, but we'll find out. Come on, it'll be fine. We have no direction. We have no topic. It's, We're just going to stop talk spe- top of mind. And I've had an espresso, and I got a nap in this afternoon. I mean, I feel like I, I don't I know what like, could possibly go wrong. Well, you know that you know that Doc Holliday will stop in at the very end and be like, "Oh, guys, hey, I'm here. Sorry, I'm 55 late. minutes late." <laughs> Ten minutes after we stop, but you know that just means that Jay's literally going to talk nonstop for 45 minutes, right? It could be he's, just get me. Could be fun. Just get me queued up. Get me he's queued up. Talent, get, get me going on something. So let's let's talent. talk about our weeks real quick. We'll start right here in the middle. Jordan, you had your birthday. You did a birthday stream. Your mom. Uh, I think uh, something that was funny that came up. Your mom asked if you wanted to go to a restaurant dressed as a Scooby Doo character. <laughs> oh, I was wondering. Okay, okay, okay. So, um. It was nice. My brother flew in. We were supposed to go um, on a boat and stuff that I had rented for a couple friends, but due to a family emergency, unfortunately, all of, and I was supposed to go visit James, um, but all of my plans had to get canceled, but I still got to see my brother, which was great. We went to Ohio to visit uh, my little cousin, um, you know, wish him well, bring my cousin food and stuff, support the fams. And then when we did come back, um, the day before my birthday, we went out to a bar, had a couple friends over there. Um, that was like just so much fun. I laughed my butt off. Um, and then I was getting like, I just got my Velma costume in, right? You can see it on my TikTok if you want to catch that. <laughs> um, and I was supposed to go to like a really fancy like dinner for my birthday. One of my friends was offering to take me. Um, and she goes, Oh my gosh, is that what you're wearing? Like, it's so cute. And I'm like, Mom. <laughs> This is Velma. You want me to go as Velma on my birthday? Yeah, I don't know. She's funny. She's funny. <laughs> and how did the birthday stream go? You had a good time? It was amazing. Everyone was so supportive. It was so nice. You know, you know, stream has been rough for me the past couple of months and even podcast. Um, so it's nice to get back in like the swing of things. And hopefully my life will stop being a complete train wreck. And I can, you know, start living life as normal now, you know. I'm sure it was nice oh. to see that you still had all the support and love there as well. Yeah, no, it was it was so nice. Like, I cried after stream. But I just appreciate and love, like, all you guys so much. Thank you so much for being there. Hey, that's what the community is about, right? To, to lift your spirits at bad times, too. For sure. And, okay, James, let's play a game. Uh, <laughs> well, you tell us about your week, <laughs> Jay. <laughs> Wait, I want to play a game first. Okay. So I have never, and this sounds really weird. I've never met Jordan face to face. Like I, we've talked numerous times, um, never met her face to face, never gone out with her, never done anything. Um, well, I think let's play a game. Let's that. try to figure out what her favorite drink is and what her drink of choice is when she goes out. Oh, okay. at the bar. Yeah, at the bar. At the bar, Jordan's favorite drink. It's gonna be interesting. Can we ask questions? What's the rules here, Jay? Ooh, ooh, I don't know. What, 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 wait, uh, okay. You get one question, and then you get a guess, and then it's my turn. And we go back and forth? Go back and forth. All right. So we get no, is it, is it a... 
I think you should both be able to ask a question before either of you guess. Because it's not fair if you literally ask a question, guess, and then you get both of those wrong. Then Jay pretty much gets free reign from, like, you know, your guess. Jordan, you are totally ruining my advantage that I have built into this game. <laughs> I'll, I'll go. Okay, fine. Then. Okay. Um, okay, you go, then I'll go, and oh then we'll God. both guess. Is it a, is it a cocktail, like, like a spirit cocktail? What does that even mean? Not beer or wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay. I'm not counting this. He's thinking bad. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. No, there's so many drinks to choose from. Okay, is the drink like a, uh, is it a primary color when it's served? <laughs> Not always, but typically it's like a greenish color. A greenish color. Okay, are we? Are you ready to guess, James? Is it an apple martini? No. Jay, go ahead. Margarita. Yeah, I love me some tequila. Boom! 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 Dubs, baby. Okay, I'm done with the rest of the show. You guys enjoy. Have a great oh, evening. I'm gonna take my wow. win and walk away. <laughs> Why was that so interesting? I don't know. Jay killed it. He does made it less interesting Jay? really quickly. Wait, does that mean you, Jay? Does that mean you owe me birthday margaritas? Since you guessed, yeah, right? I mean, he does. He's gonna send yeah, you send, some margarita mix. I'll send you a gift no, card. No, no, just send me the money. I'll go to the bar right now. Go get some margaritas. That's what we need to do. We need to do a bar stream. Can we can we make that happen? I, I have a bar. Is that, is that I have no 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 guys. I have had the idea. I have a bar right here. I want to have a guest on guest on and do like truth or drink or something like that because I have a full bar like in my little like studio that I have that I can like set up and everything. But I need a guest. I mean, just pick one. I think we. I mean, we can make that happen. <laughs> I'm sure I mean, if you wear yeah, your Velma outfit, if you wear your Velma outfit to the bar, I'm sure. No, I was going to get a little quickly. like I was going to get a little <laughs> outfit. Wouldn't that be so cute? Well, you're yeah, your whole town. You got to pick out the guest. I mean, y'all can fly here. Oh, James, you could be Scrappy Doo. I could. You could get I like a little Scrappy Doo. I could plan to fly Scrappy out there. You really called me Scrappy Like days before, tell her I can't come. Okay, oh, you know what happened. Oh. You want me to go on stream and cry right no, now? No, 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 it was a joke. Come on, like, it was man, a joke. It was I, a I joke. Can't. It was a joke. See, All right, Jay. Jordan. She, wait, wait, Jordan. She's, she's this is it. why I selected I, I this is why I selected Scrappy Doo as his cosplay character. Because Scooby Doo would never say anything yeah, that mean. Scooby Doo would never say that. Well, I've got a <laughs> Scooby Doo costume somewhere, so you're welcome. Let me just trauma dump all over our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, speaking of trauma and dumping all over something, what about uh, your horsemen? Are they out of the? Are they out of football yet? Are they done for the season? Uh, we're not. We've got a playoff game September thirtieth. Uh, it's a Monday night game. Does not carry the same significance as a NFL Monday night game, but uh, we're pretty excited about it. And then uh, here September this next 30th. week is like. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Did I say September thirtieth? I meant yes. this thirtieth, like August next week. 30th. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, okay. sorry, sorry. I was like, wow. Um, and then if we win that game, we're in the championship on September 4th. So it's a quick turnaround for us. Um, but, you know, hopefully we'll uh, we'll do well for that. And then the high school team that I coach, Bishop Kelly up here in Boise, uh, we're starting game prep this week. So the kids are back in school this last week and um, getting ready for a 5A school. So we're going to be a punching above our weight class. So I'm really excited about that. Nice. That's awesome. Then my week, uh, for anyone that actually cares, I went, I went and saw Wicked. Uh, was amazing. Loved it. Uh, their, their traveling show. And then I actually went to a community theater on Friday night and saw Matilda, which was way better than I thought it would be. And it was a pretty good production. So Hey, uh, bu hey buddy. Got a question for you. So how come all of a sudden you're seeing all these plays and shows now? Just out of curiosity. Is this a sudden I, interest? Or, uh, you no, you know... Drama dump everywhere because I, I will go on no, right now. I will no, I will say that a lot of people don't that even some that know me don't know that I'm I'm big into like theater shows and plays and 
So I actually <gasps> enjoy all of that stuff. I just don't talk about it very much. I've actually seen Wicked yeah. on Broadway. I think it was about twelve or thirteen years ago when I saw it. Yeah, he told me that. I really, I, so. I really wish I could have went and seen it. I'm a if, if, um, I am also a fellow repressed thesbian. <laughs> I do not talk about my enjoyment of the theater very often, but we actually have um, season tickets to the uh, the show house uh, here, and so we're going to be seeing. Um, four or five shows here in the next uh, few months. So we're actually pretty excited uh, for our season theater yeah. tickets. It's good to see the, uh, you know, with the COVID thing, it's, it really is good to see the the road shows kind of come, the traveling shows coming back and that to be able to be out there. Cause it really is just something that gets you out of the house and adds a little bit of culture and fun and enjoyment. And I think it's cool yeah. to see all that stuff back. And I have to wear pants. Um, Cause <laughs> normally I'm more like sweats or like basketball shorts. So my wife appreciates the fact that I actually have to pull out an iron and, you know, make my clothes look nice before I go out in public. So yeah, I, I think she that. appreciates it as well. I can see that. So let's get into um, <laughs> John Meserve in Facebook chat says, was it wicked good? And he's from Bo- the Boston area. So I can only imagine hearing it in his accent. I will just not attempt to do that and be shamed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he picked up some Duncan on the way there, too. You know, I did have Dunkin' Donuts the other morning, so it's fine. It's like normally my Sunday routine. Okay, so let's jump into a little bit of gaming news. It is Parents versus Gaming. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about the, the one of the headlines that came out this week is People Can Fly, who made the game Outriders. Huge hit back in March, April, and May. Kind of a surprise hit. Everyone thought, oh, could this be the Destiny killer? You know, is it, this has wings. Could it go somewhere? And then it died off pretty quickly. Uh, it was a big hit on Xbox's Game Pass. Well, they had an earnings call last week. And in the earnings call, like all developers, they have to answer, answer to their investors. And they had to let their investors know that they had not received any royalties from the publisher Square Enix yet. And which to which they could only assume the game had not recovered its cost. Whether it be advertising, marketing, all this stuff that is incurred... By Square Enix, because the only way they would get royalties is if all that stuff was up to date, and then any profit from there, the royalties would start going to the developer, People Can Fly. That's what the CEO of People Can Fly can say. And then when an investor asks People Can Fly, well, how many copies did Outrider sell? We don't know, because Square Enix won't tell us. What? So then, a lot of hate came. that contract? (laughs) A lot of hate came. And people were saying, oh, Microsoft Game Pass is bad for the industry, and it's going to force a really good developer to be bankrupt. And what a lot no, of that's people a are speculating. Signing a contract. Well, what a lot of people are speculating is that people can fly. The developer made a deal with Square Enix, the publisher, and then the royalties and all the payments were probably based on physical and digital copies sold of the game. And then since Square Enix is the publisher, Square Enix probably made a deal with Xbox to put the game on Game Pass, where it was super popular. So anything, any, whatever Microsoft pays companies to put their games on their service didn't count towards whatever the money that's involved with. Essentially, Square Enix cut their own developer out of a deal that they made a side deal. That's what everyone is speculating uh, again, because we don't know how much Microsoft, you know, does Microsoft pay an ind- independent developer the same amount of money they're going to pay, you know, Rockstar to put GTA 5 on game? Nobody nobody knows what that cost is. Is there any legal action they can take against that? Or so, is that now, completely legal? Jay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say something and, and I'm just going to leave this up in the air. This might be made to you laugh. So as I was listening to a podcast discussing this, there was somebody said, just like Jordan said, is this something legal? Can a company base your bonuses and incentives and extra pay on a certain amount of sales, but then also not tell you those certain amount of sales that are going on in your area of work? And I thought to myself, wow, that sounds really familiar. Um, (laughs) so, (laughs) So I am assuming that with that being said, that... A lot of companies do this, and it probably is, depending on your contract. I don't think there's anything illegal, it sounds like, that Square Enix may have done. 
Um, a lot of people are also likening it to the whole Scarlett Johansson. She made a deal with how the movie theater sales were going to do on Black Widow, and then they went ahead and put it on Disney+, Plus. but she doesn't get any money based on what is bought on the streaming service in her contract, so that's why she's suing Disney. And then what blows my mind is I was like, oh, well, well I guess we lost the Black Widow for any foreseeable future, and then when you hear the top execs at Disney going, oh, we agree with her, I'm like, okay, well, I don't understand the problem, because <laughs> you guys are in charge, and you're agreeing with her lawsuit against you. Uh, yeah. so Jay, what's your kind of, uh, I know you're a big marketing guy or you're, you're into all the financial side of things. What's your take on this? Do you think the game pass really is ruining the industry? Could this be a trend to come or is this just a matter of with streaming services deals need to be looked at better or what's going on? So who licensed it out to, uh, to square? So people can who, fly who? as the developer. Okay, and they license oh. to Square Enix to publish the game, which happens a lot. You know, smaller teams, right? You know, companies publish games for them, right? So, um, and again, we so don't have studio... any real we don't have any real facts. This is all speculation at this point. All we know is that people. Can oh no, I said... can tell you exactly what happened. There, there's no <laughs> other. There's no other mechanism for them to um, not be able to do this. So essentially what happens is when you uh, – and keep in mind for those folks out there doubting my credentials, come at me, bro. But um, I literally work in licensing, and what's funny is I'm actually presenting at the Global Licensing Expo this next week um, through their virtual platform in um, that was supposed to be in Las Vegas this year. So I have worked and signed many of these contracts, um, including with like um, Disney – WWE, I mean, like major things. So I've gone through this process multiple times for getting a licensing agreement. And it's really interesting. And what it sounds like is a very young studio didn't know what the hell they were doing, thought they knew what they were doing, and then wrote a contract without spending the money to go get out and get a um, a licensing person involved, either via lawyer, consulting firm, like what I do or whatever that is. Um, because very specifically in every contract I've ever said or, or I've ever signed, it says that you can look at each other's books at any time with information regarding um, sales, commission rates, um, projected sales, uh, information like that. Um, I am blown away that they have no idea. The other problem that I see is, is it sounds like, um, you know, because the Scarlett Johansson thing, um, it, it, it's funny that you mentioned like you, you shit on the Disney executives a little bit. But the problem is, is nobody ever foresaw this pandemic happening when that contract was signed. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many year, how many years ago. So when the contract gets put into the bean counter, so then the accountants, the people that actually cut the checks that actually handle the the math and stuff on it, they look at the they look at it and they go, oh, OK, well, this revenue came from X. We're supposed to pay on this category. And usually these Excel spreadsheets are just massive. And they go, okay, nothing fits. Cool. We don't pay on it. And that's it. And that's the last you hear about it until obviously Johansson's like, hey, talk to her agent. How much did I make? And he goes, hey, by the way, you made 20 bucks in a coupon yeah. um, for Black Widow being released into Disney+. Plus. She makes a big deal of it. She goes after it. Um, Disney lawyers automatically, you know, are supposed to be like, nope, we're not changing anything. The executives have a lot more leeway on it. But a lot of this stuff goes back and forth without the executive and leadership team knowing exactly what's going on. Because I promise you the CEO of um, Disney doesn't go down to the bean counters and go like, hey, by the way, just checking in. Hey, how much was Scarlett's check this last week? Like that has nowhere near on his radar. Mm -hmm. Um and so I think it's a lot of it is just I think this one might be chalked up to a big misstep because if their contract didn't specifically say, hey, Square, I get to go in and look at your revenue from this game. Because if they went in and made the mistake of itemizing it, we get to look at revenue for merchandise, for, you know, hard, hard, um, hard sales, um, digital sales like Steam or something like that. If they made the mistake of making those a bullet pointed thing. Square Enix can go sit there and go, oh, it's not one of the bullet points. Kiss my ass. Because yeah, that's I mean, not in the agreement. I mean, what's crazy is there is 
by them not getting any royalties, they're saying this game hasn't recouped its cost. Uh, for the first couple months it was out, it was the number three and number four over the two-month span of top sellers. Uh, being cross-platform, there's multiple games that come out like that that you can compare them to over a time frame. And as far as recovering, just recovering basic cost of making the game and not marketing and advertising, they should have they should have tripped over that line. So a lot of people are attributing it to the Game Pass deal and are trying to put a spin on Microsoft saying they're the bad guys here and Game Pass could kill developers. But I, I'm still on the belief that they probably just made this the deal with Square Enix as the publisher. And from Microsoft's point of view, one, they probably didn't care. And two, they probably had no idea that Square Enix wasn't including the developer in you would have it would have nothing Microsoft, to do with it, really. Yeah, Microsoft doesn't give two shits about the um about the uh the dev team. Like all they care about is who owns the the um the rights, the rights to it, who can sell the rights to it, and that's who I'm working with. I don't care about the developers. I mean everyone likes to think that, you know, oh, the end user really cares. No, they don't. Um, because it's it's money and it's contracts. And uh, once they set up an agreement, because what it should be is um, it should be one of the, the, the phrases out there in one of the um, um, deal points is it should be all uh, we have access to sales for all physical copies, all digital copies and any other revenue generated by um, our property. That's how it should have been. And if they don't put that and blah, 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 I mean, you're talking five, six, five, six words. Square Enix doesn't have to tell them shit. Yeah. And they also don't have to pay on it either. Now, the now the flip side is is sometimes, you know, you would hope that Square Enix would sit there and go like, oh, okay, well, we know what you meant. But the problem is, is once you start admitting that, now other developers can go in and other deals and stuff go, oh, well, we understand this was in the deal, but now you know what it meant. And that sets the precedent going down the road for oh that's what they meant yeah and it, it has what they caused, meant is bullshit and i will say it has caused uh people can fly have responded to their investors saying you know going forward uh they don't plan on giving out their rights to to hiring a publisher to publish their games they will either work in collaboration with somebody uh, which is a little bit different than the way they had this deal or they will self-publish and i mean you know i obviously don't know too much about how that works. I just can imagine that self-publishing probably is a lot harder than just saying, oh, we'll just self-publish our game. If it was easy, you wouldn't have got other company to publish the game right. to begin with. So right. Jordan, any thoughts for you, on you uh, on this? I, I know you're more uh, kind of the PC side of things and, and I don't think you, you jumped into the Outriders back in the day or even if you remember it existed because I actually kind of... I mean, I was really interested... <laughs> I was really interested in, in it, but unfortunately, I never played it. And now I'm kind of grateful because that's just so sad. You know, you know, you put your heart and soul into it and it, it did so well. And then could you imagine the disappointment and the just from being inexperienced, you know, and that's what sucks is that people take advantage of mm. people who are inexperienced and, and, you know, don't think of every single possibility. It's so exactly. sad. And, and I think it goes back to very similar to like you said about the Disney deal with Johansson. Uh, Jay is, you know, these deals were probably made four or five, six years ago when they started making this game and my, you know, game pass only in the last, I mean, it's been around for a while, but only, I would say only in the last year have they really pushed it to what it is today. Uh, so, and, and uh, I remember when Outriders got announced for a Game Pass, it was literally like a week before the game came out. That's what made it so exciting is that, wow, there's not really any games to play. This big AAA game is getting ready to come out. The studio is really starting to take off and it's going to be on Game Pass. And I remember playing it for, you know, 10, 15 hours. I got a couple of buddies that played all the way through the entire game. They, they didn't like some of the systems at, at the end and the game kind of died uh, fairly quickly after a couple of months. But uh What's what's sad to me is that now you've seen this basically twice. You know, Square Enix kind of fumbled the 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 game and how they handled and the sales, and it dipped off like someone jumping off a high dive when it came to the Marvel's Avengers game. And then here we, it's the exact same thing. They came out with Outriders, and it was hot coming out of the gates. And within a couple of months, the game just starts to die. So. I don't know if this is something that hopefully this is not a trend we f see from Square Enix. It's been going on for many more years than that. It's the same thing with Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider came out of the gates, was super hot, and then they just couldn't never keep the momentum on these games. So I don't know if it has to do with the way they're signing these contracts as publisher rights that now the developers aren't 
enticed to continue to push the game and make great content continue going forward or if you know this is just something that Square Enix needs to look inside I mean they're a great studio when they do make their own games uh, but I ho- hopefully this isn't something we see that that starts to kill an industry on that side of things because they do you know they're the Final Fantasy th- side of things and and uh, Kingdom Hearts and all that and it would, I would hate to see a continuing trend of their games dying really quickly after release well, and I think it just comes down to the survivability of the play modes and the gameplay and everything else. I mean, you yourself mentioned you're like, oh, my God, it was the greatest game ever. I played it for 15 hours. I was like, eh. and then I had a couple of friends who pushed it all the way through and then they went, nah, I don't like some of that. And that probably had more to do with that thing dying off um, quickly than it did the uh, the actual, you know, Game Pass type thing. I mean, we've talked about Game Pass. I mean, I think it is contributing to the hyper consumption of games and then titles and then people just throwing it off. Cause now why the, if, if you know that the average shelf life on a game is 25% less than you would with an actual purchase, then why would I sit there and really finish, finish a game all the way through? Because I know it's going it, to, there's, it's pointless because people are going to blow through it anyway, or they're just going to do the game pass. So, I mean, it's, the interesting thing is, is the Game Pass does open up more of an ecosystem for deals because it really is going to make a big difference on how people are chopping up, um, you know, different items because, you know, there's the percentage of revenue and then there's the hard dollars. And those numbers can sometimes be incredibly different because if you're talking a $60 game at 10%, at six bucks. Now, what do I need to do to recoup that six bucks when Game Pass puts it on there for 25 or five or 10? I can't charge just 10% on that. And we're going to have to do a step deal where Game Pass, I get 25%. And at the same time, are the publishers really going to want to deal with it, um, you know, as a middleman, because they're not going to be able to get their chunk out of it as well, because the margins just aren't there anymore. Yeah. And, like I said, it's just it's interesting that the biggest X factor here, and who knows if we'll ever find out, is we just have no idea what Microsoft is paying a company to put. We know that they are paying companies to put their games on the service when it's not their own game. We just don't know what they're giving them. So you have no idea yeah. um, what what's. Oh, it's going to get there. leaked at some point. Somebody somebody's going to get fired in a department that's going to have access to that, and it's going to come out. It's going to be glorious. I don't know if it'll necessarily get leaked, but I could see it coming out when if this Netflix service, you know, is supposed to start having their own streaming service of games soon. Um, I think when you start getting competition, you start to figure I think that's an easier way to figure out. I was saying this to someone today, you know, Netflix could be the big competition. I was like, I mean, maybe they haven't even said what kind of games they're going to put on there. And supposedly it doesn't even change your subscription service. Like the amount you pay for Netflix right now, supposedly when they put the gaming on it, it's just the same price. So then I, I don't know, but what games are going to be on? Is it Apple Arcade? Are there PlayStation exclusives? I mean, I hope so. I hope PlayStation partners with them. It might sound crazy. I, I One, I want Game Pass to have real competition. It's a huge company. And two, I think it's gonna, two yeah, it would be amazing for me as an Xbox and a PC guy to be able to play all these PlayStation exclusives. But at the end of the day, you take a game like GTA Five, right? G, Netflix can't call their company up and say, hey, we want to put your game on our streaming service. And they're going to say, great. How much are you going to give us? They're not going to take less than what Microsoft is already giving them when it goes on their service. Yeah. You're not going to take... And I mean, Netflix isn't going to be able to say, well, we're Netflix. Your game will get more popular. And they're going to say, we're the most popular game that's ever been sold physically, so we don't care. So you can either pay us this, which is what we get over here. Or we're not coming for less. I don't think anyone's going to go to to Netflix for less. So that's where I think you could start seeing maybe the prices start, start to show up. I... On, on what they get no, paid. I just on that too is, because we know. know that when it comes to like shows and stuff, Netflix is kind of cheap. They let go like their best shows because they don't want to pay for them anymore, which is kind of crazy. Or like their best movies, they they let go. So at first, I was like, of course it's Netflix. Of course they're going to come out with some bangers, but I don't know. We'll have to see on that. Well, I'm interested in that. Here's oh, sorry, Jordan. Um, here's the scary thing. So look what happened with Netflix's evolution. One, they've killed Blockbuster. Uh, Jordan, that was way before your time. It was these little rectangles hey, that you put into up. a machine and the things went. Um, so, so, 
So, um, but here's the thing is when they came into the space, they were buying movies, right? They were buying friends. They went out and bought like sci-fi shows. They went out and bought libraries. I mean, it was two they or three years of significant loss for them to get off the ground. Wait, but here's my point. What do they do now? When you look at when you watch the Oscars now or any sort of like big movie thing, how many movies now are built, done, distributed, and everything by Netflix now? Yeah, they have a lot more original content. Yeah. So do do you think Netflix is going to come out with their own original games and become a studio? And Possibly. really just put it to everyone? I don't think they're going to start out that I way. I can't even have a serious conversation about out. that, I'll be honest. Why? <laughs> no, I, I think no, it's a real possibility. No, no chance. I just think it's start that way. No chance. No, no. I think, here's the I thing, though. Think so. I 100% here's the thing. So. Yeah, thank you, Jordan, for having an, uh, an intelligent <laughs> conversation with me. James is over here going, no, 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 but here's the thing. Everyone said that there's no way that this video um, DVD service delivery service is going to be able to compete with a home uh, movie store. They killed them. Nobody said when they started coming out that um, critically acclaimed movies like or shows are going to be able to come out of a streaming service. Now you've got Apple TV, Ted Lasso. You've got but Amazon again, Prime. Talk, Jay, if they I'm not done yet. You're <laughs> hanging on. Hang on. And now Netflix is getting into games. Everyone over in the gaming industry should shit themselves because you can't tell me that if that there's tons of game developers, there's tons of people that want access to content. There's tons of people want it. And if Netflix goes out and goes, cool, we're going to we're going to green light three AAA titles and we're going to put our we're going to put our money where our mouth is, which they do all the time. You can't tell me you wouldn't either have people applying or their own internal teams or a studio yeah, jumping at the bit to I, submit a presentation. Okay, I'm not 100%. saying I'm not saying that it's not possible for them to make one, but if they made one today, we're talking three to six years before their first real game but, comes out. But th- that's what I'm saying. I'm not. You can't saying just hire that, these guys um, and bam, you have a game next well, week. But if they're thinking about doing this, James, you think this was a whim? They of course have been thinking about this for a long time. They've been thinking about jumping on this bandwagon. So that's why I said I don't think they're going to start out that way. They could. I don't think they're going to start out that way, but I 100% think that if it becomes successful, they are going to invest their money in coming out with their own games, 100%. I mean, they license their games out. You've got the Stranger Things game. You've got a couple where they have IPs that they own the rights to the IPs. Uh, I could see that. I could see them, you know, working with third-party studios to make games. But again, to make games exclusively for that platform, uh, that I don't see happening. I just don't. I think so. It didn't. Google Google didn't even make it a year with their supposed making game have an exclusive studio. Amazon's already talking about putting their MMO across platform now because they don't think it can survive it, and everyone loves that game. I just don't. I I don't. I just don't see. They're better off. They're better off throwing money at Sony and partnering with Sony and making Sony PlayStation exclusives be on Netflix and being the the Xbox Game Pass competitor, but the Sony side of things, and it's exclusively on Sony PlayStation and Netflix. Yeah, I'm not fighting you on that. I'm just saying I also see them creating their own as well. And once they get it up off the ground, they see that there's profit coming from it, I 100% see them going I mean, all the way. Because you got to look at the... Okay, so if, ne- if Netflix makes their own game studios, right, Jay? So they've got their own exclusive studio, their own exclusive games. It comes on Netflix. I can get Netflix on uh, a PlayStation. I can get Netflix on my TV. I can get Netflix on my Xbox. So now I can play a Netflix exclusive on my PlayStation or Xbox through Netflix. And your PC. And my PC. I just don't understand... I don't understand. Yeah, I guess that would be a lot of I don't understand the, the point. There, but... So now is Netflix pulling their service off all these platforms? Why would no? So I don't I but just don't understand. Why not? Concept. That gives people more access to their that's smart. That gives people more access to their games, not less access to their games. Yeah, but where they I I just don't see where they're making the money. I I just Well, where do they make their money now? <laughs> Subscribers. Boom. There you go. That's how they make their damn money. But they're already talking so about if, not raising the subscription fee to add this gaming service. Absolutely. I feel like, and I feel like they're before. definitely going to do that. There's no way that they're not going to do that. They raise it all the time. 
Yeah. Listen, I can only tell you what they said. I don't. I don't know. I think, uh, yeah. I think <laughs> them having their own studio is a joke. I think I, there's no chance. So what I see happening is a five-year plan where the first two years they go out and they cut a check to somebody, and they said we want all of these titles, and then they do that. And while that while they're judging their popularity, while they're figuring out their distribution, while they're figuring out their price hike for the add-on, why they think you know when they're going out and doing this, that's when they're building their own studio. And so by the time that they figured out all the metrics, all the all the marketing behind it, where to put it, how to distribute it, the UX, everything like that, then you, they start hitting you with the games. Because here's another interesting piece. Okay, so Jordan, let's play a game because you're the only um, smart one um, on here right now. <laughs> so all of these developers are getting pissed on by the Game Pass. So let's just assume that they're getting revenue but they're not getting great revenue and once again we need a difference between the percentage that we're making and the raw and, and the actual dollars that are coming in right i don't know if microsoft was smart enough in their game pass contract to say okay while well, this is on game pass you can't go anywhere else because right. then all these other div studios go cool i want the same deal i've got with pass with from netflix netflix goes sweet and then Netflix turns around because they've already got the infrastructure, because they've already got everything in there. They go, hey, by the way, we're going to do a Netflix Game Pass with pretty much 90% of the Xbox um, Game Pass content for $4.99 more. Would you like to sign up? Yeah, but the yeah problem, or the if they're not is, even raising the price, then yeah, it's going to kill Xbox. The problem with but Netflix you really is... don't think they were smart enough to put exclusivity? No, no, no. They're, like... they're not exclusive. They, they, can, they can be on other really? platforms. I know that for sure. But you got to remember... 23 of the studios that make games for Game Pass are Microsoft-owned. There are not that many big studios left out there that aren't owned by Sony, you, Nintendo, or, or Xbox. Wait, James, you have to remember, all of those companies, though, are all beholden to the stockholders. And as soon as everyone starts finding out that they're keeping their games off and they had an option of making another 2 or $3 million um, per studio, the heads are going to roll. You got to remember, man, as much as we want to sit there and jump up and down and say like, oh, the 23, blah, 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 Xbox, blah, you know, like it's <laughs> it's all fine and great until the money starts happening. Um, sorry for those. I'm trying to keep it 18 up tonight. No, but I'm saying um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if I, I would not be shocked if Microsoft was like to their own studios said, of course, yeah, we'll, we'll put the games on that service, too, because Netflix is now going to pay Microsoft money to put their games on their service. I, I honestly if it was completely open to all the games, I wouldn't be shocked to see Microsoft also put games on that service. Well, and it, like I said, it, it all depends because, you know, it's interesting because, okay, so here would be one philosophy coming with Netflix adding games. Netflix core subscription is its people. They need retention. They need new numbers. And so, my thought is, as an executive, is how do I increase the life cycle of a consumer subscribing to Netflix? I need that revenue. And if I can add something, a feature or games or whatever it is, to increase that cycle from 12 months to 18 months, damn straight I'm doing it. Um, because that's my goal is not Game Pass. I don't give a shit about Game Pass. What I give a care about is the Netflix subscription. And if I go out to my consumers and I go, Hey, get this game pass. We might see, cause that's what I was talking about with the metrics for the next like two, three years before they bring on their own studio and they're doing their own thing is they're going to test it and find out, does that increase the average um, subscription lifespan of a consumer? And then if that happens, if they say, okay, James, you're a loyal Netflix guy. It's $4.99 to you, and you get 90% of these games. You go, oh, well, shoot. I'm never getting Netflix ever because now it's got my Game Pass on there, too. It's got all my games. It's got everything on there. I'll just say subscribe to them forever in the same future. Um, that's worth my the weight in gold because that's covering my major corporate business, which is the subscription side of Netflix. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand, like I said, I understand the concept of it. The only thing that makes me laugh is is your thought of, of them uh, making their own game studios. And I think if it works out, I just don't I see. Think it, and, I think if it works out, they definitely would. 
I mean, they put so much money into their originals and everyone people thought, laugh everyone at Everyone thought Google people Studio, they originals. were, they were going to be, a, you know, and Google has the money. And they, they decided to stop. Everyone thought they were going to start making their own games. They said they were going to make their own games. These backers we were behind Stadia uh, basically are paying for a service that's halfway seems like it's disappearing. And Amazon's the same. We're going to have like these companies obviously have the money to do that. And they didn't even follow through. What makes Netflix any different? Why are they actually going to follow through? I just don't. I don't. I just don't. Because it's <laughs> the importance <laughs> to the core business. John Deserve says, I can't wait until Netflix comes out with their own studio. And I know that's just in reference because you're going to lose it on me. But I want to preface this right now. I'm telling everyone that is listening or watching this episode. I don't care if tomorrow Netflix says we have our own game studio. You can all kiss my rear end because I don't know because it does not mean anything to me until they say they have their own studio and they actually release a game and it's actually successful. I don't want to hear about how I, we have their own studio and in five years from now, they're still, well, the game was delayed. The game was delayed. And listen, on a scale of on IGN's one to 10, and my, I'll give it to you if it's at least a six. A six. I'll give you that, Jay. And that's not even a good game. That's bad. A six is bad. Wait, I don't think they have any did- chance of making their own studio and putting their own game out in the next six years. Someone clip this. Someone clip this. Yeah, clip it. <laughs> clip it. Because here's the thing is we have we dedicated an entire episode to Silent Hill and the bullshit that they've been coming up with of, oh, is it gonna come out as a game? Is it gonna be a follow-up? Is it gonna be all this other bullshit? Netflix at least has the money, has the desire, and has the capital to push it. Because once again, X the Google, it is not a Google core business to have this other piece. It is not a piece of Amazon core business to have this other piece. It all comes off of the subscription service and the main pay and the main revenue for these companies. In increasing the ex- the life expectancy of a consumer for Netflix is massive because that's been a problem for them for the last two years is the life cycle because you can only churn movies so much. I'd also like to point out that Netflix has done the exact same thing already because now they're a movie studio. And everyone said that they're not going to be able to do that. And Jordan is Jordan is 100% correct. They have started releasing originals that are more acclaimed but than everything else. they cannot just make a studio yeah. and come out with one game and launch this. They said, they said the same thing. And then everyone in MGM and all the people back in Hollywood got their faces kicked in with all the nominations that happened for all the, I, uh, all the I, 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 the only thing I can agree with, we've got Savinger in the chat. He says the best they can do is make an indie developer friendly environment and publish their games under them. I totally agree. I think that's the best route for Netflix wanting to do something like that, but then they're competing against the switch, the new steam deck, you know, our indie games not going to want to put their games on steam platform anymore. No chance. I don't see that happening. Steam being the platform that it is, or indie games not going to want to be on PlayStation or or Xbox anymore. I don't see that, so they're not going to be exclusive. I I just I just I'll believe it when I see it. I'll I'll just it just doesn't make sense to me. Okay. I th- I think Netflix opening up a studio um, crushes. Uh, obviously, PlayStation doesn't really have a good Game Pass thing, but I think that makes. If I was Microsoft, I would be insanely nervous right now. Because really, and you've pointed this out to me numerous times, and this will be the only time I ever tell you publicly in a forum that I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Game Pass is doing much better, and they've got a great model, and they've got a lot of great momentum. But Netflix, being one of the few companies that in this space can take them on you know, head-to-head, because they've got the juice, and they've got the distribution, and they've got the, uh, the expertise in rolling this stuff out. Man, I would be nervous as hell, because Netflix turns that on, do you keep your games? Your do you keep another subscription, or do you just keep it with? Because now that's two subscriptions, right? Or do I just right. add on to the okay. one I already have? But, but Jay, right. I the last, and this is to you, Jordan. Too the last point I want to make is one of the things that makes Google Stadia not very successful is the streaming streaming service of the games is low quality. Microsoft has the Azure Cloud. It's considered the best product in the business. And still, even when I stream stream the games from the cloud, I have great internet. 
it still lags and struggles. So not only does Netflix not have any kind of streaming cloud platform service yet, right? That would be like my game, my my TV shows. Bob, I have Michelle to do research right? that, though, James. So, yeah. so, but I'm saying you're t- you're trying to compete against Sony and Microsoft, just those two alone. Where, like, on Game Pass, if it's on my console, I can download the game to my console. I can download the game to my computer and play it from a Game Pass subscription. They're specifically only talking to Netflix as a game streaming service. So you're playing it streaming. But, yeah, but Netflix You're is not going to have any multiplayer competitive platform, games on there. But right? you can But James, you can also download Netflix movies. So just because they're offering a streaming platform doesn't mean that they're not going to offer those options as well. I'm just thinking, well, Jordan, like, you're but, but what are you what are you downloading? It okay, so you get Warzone free to play game. It, it's going to be on their service as well. What are you going to download? A 256 gigabyte game to your Samsung television? What are you downloading it to? So, here's the thing, Jordan. James is very concerned that Netflix doesn't have any experience with streaming, and I know I that. No, no, no. Please pick up on my sarcasm. Because no, all the, I said specifically the game stream. But, the game streaming where latency mat. We're talking millisecond latency matters. Yeah, in I'm, I'm saying like I didn't say that you're. I didn't think you were being sarcastic because I I assumed that you meant streaming like games. That's what you were saying like for him. But no, I'm just saying that James is very concerned about the streaming because Netflix doesn't have any <laughs> streaming experience. Like you're you right. Knew they they don't have any they don't have any servers over in Netflix. They're barely I mean, you should see them. There's like water coming out of them. The tra- <laughs> the CD trays that come out are duct taped down so the servers don't keep restarting. Um there's a dude there with a fire extinguisher putting out the uh, Look, the fire. Savager, Savager says in the comments to compete with giants like Steam, they will need a large upfront cost and in infrastructure upgrades, more staffing for this better service sta- server standard moderation for the new But we're base. acting like they're not doing that when they're literally creating their own critically acclaimed movies. Like it's Netflix. Like if you're thinking of these things, James, they are thinking of these things. They how's have that, people. Listen, how's that Will, Will Smith movie with the fairies? Things. How's that follow up on that? Didn't go anywhere, huh? Like, what? Where, where's there? Where's there? All these great movies we're talking about. You don't. Do you want me to bring up like their best movies? Because Google I it. Even even think about Shit's Creek. That's a Netflix original, and that got yes. so many awards. That was. I'm amazing. not talking about TV shows. You said movies. <laughs> Okay. No, let me I, love I love Netflix. I love Netflix. Stranger Things, all those Let's things on Netflix. On, I love you're them. You're fucking weird, James. I'm sorry for cursing. You're listen, weird. Listen, you guys you're are stressing me out with this. Like no. Netflix wait, is going to come in as a real Jordan. competitor. There's zero chance they make a game studio and start taking over the industry. Jordan, yeah. his point is, TV streaming is different than movie streaming from the same streaming service, right? Is that no, the point you're trying to make? No, that's not what I said. Oh. I said it's different than game <laughs> streaming. I thought that you were trying game. to say earlier when you were being sarcastic. I thought that's what you were trying to say, which I kind of like thought that that's what James was trying to say. But here's the interesting thing. Okay, so James, here's the interesting thing. I know you mentioned um, streaming and downloading something into your TV, which I understand you're trying to make a funny point, but that's just dumb. So... Really what it is, is Netflix already has the apps on all of the consoles, correct? Yes. Like, you you could kick it up. Okay. It's just like everything else you see. Hey, down, you know, hit it here and download from Xbox. Hit it here, down for, download from PlayStation. It's the same game. It's the same app. So now app. you're it's telling the me everything. the two biggest companies that they want to compete with are going to allow you to download a Netflix exclusive game on their console? If they're trying to be a real competitor to Sony and Microsoft, there's zero chance Sony and Microsoft are going to let you play those games on their console. So you think Sony what? and Microsoft are going to take the Netflix app off of their... I, like, if if they're trying to be a competitor to those two consoles, then yes, absolutely. I think that they would remove those apps. But some people, and I know this sounds stupid, but I swear to God this is true. Some people literally have a PlayStation. Oh, I agree. I agree. My, my parents had a Nintendo Wii Netflix. and had the stupid little disc that had to go in there just to have Netflix because it was easier to do Netflix off that than it was a smart <laughs> television. Like, no, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, that, you know, but I just don't see why 
those consoles would help a competitor that's trying to come in the market, Jay, like you said, wiped out right. things like Blockbuster. That would be their intent to take over the, the industry. Why would they allow I think them their to intent help them? is to take over the industry. I think that's just what happened because it was outdated. But Xbox Game Pass is not outdated. It is leading the industry right now. So I don't think that that's really a concern for them. Because it's not like they're going to get shut out. What are Netflix going to... Never mind. I was going to say something stupid. Whatever. <laughs> but it's not like it's going to completely get rid of Xbox Game Pass. That's not what we're saying. No, I mean, like I said, I hope they have something. Competitor. I hope that there is a competitor. The only way Game Pass is going to get better is if somebody steps up to the plate and makes some sort of competitive service. It's true. That's why I'm praying that Netflix announces a partnership with PlayStation. I think that's the best thing for Sony. They don't have the the cloud infrastructure and the streaming infrastructure, but if they put a little bit of here's how you make a game run properly with latency and work with Netflix, I think I think that's a match made in heaven. I just my whole point of this whole argument is that there's no chance Netflix starts making their own studios and can compete with the three bigs. It's just not, I just don't think they can do it. It's, it would take too long. They'd be left in the dust, in the dust. I I just don't, I don't see why anyone would. I, I just, we're just just going to leave it there. To have one studio to make one game every three or four years is not enough to push your exclusive streaming service. But But why would would you need that to push it? Well, James, we why did you also famous. assume that they would only have one game every three years? Right. Well, if they make a studio, like, they have to make multiple studios. No, James, you buy the – it's the same method that they're using now. You buy the RCA library for a certain amount of time, and then you put your exclusives on it with the same thing, and it's all mixed in. I just, it's the okay, same thing yep. they're doing right now. I just don't see, I just don't see something like – I mean, Ubisoft has these, – these bigger companies already have their own so-called streaming services. Ubisoft already has one. So so who is – who's Netflix going to go buy that makes their games exclusive on their platform that these studios don't want their games to be everywhere? Who? who? So why? why would I have – so why would I limit myself and have them be exclusive? Like why? Like – if I'm a studio, I want it in as many places as possible because I need revenue. And if you look at the number of Game Pass subscribers versus people that are potentially on Netflix and everything else, like oh, I'm not going to sit there. Astronomical and, beyond everyone, I, I'm not arguing that. Point. Right. So if I'm looking at it from a dollars and cents standpoint, I'm going to go with Netflix because my introduction to eyeballs is going to be vastly higher. But why would I ever do an exclusive? Like, let Microsoft pay for their own exclusive, and like Halo. You'll never see Halo on Netflix, but you'll see it Maybe. on Xbox. It's on Steam. Perfect. Well, okay, so hang on a second. So how come Microsoft hasn't shut down Steam for putting games on um, They're Xbox and PlayStation? They're their games to Steam. What? You mean just like Netflix can country restrict a movie? <laughs> They can do the same thing with the game. My goodness, they are good. You're so funny, Jay. I, I love. But that goes back. My listen, I'm agreeing with you that I think the same games that are on Game Pass could also be on Netflix. I'm not. I'm going to go work at Netflix just so I can shove this up your ass. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. My whole disagreement is that there's no chance they make their own studio to start making their own games that help boost this platform. True, just like they didn't go out and build their own studio and make their own movies and their own TV shows. Hundred percent. Listen. Anyways, as the voice listen, of other I voice think, of reason, I think we have beat this to a dead horse. So before okay. we go, why why I'm on my soapbox? I am like the for biggest real? advocate for Call of Duty and everything that they do, and I've defended them, and I've. Actually, everyone knows it's been following me. I've put the game on the shelf. I've been playing Splitgate. I've gotten to the point I'm actually kind of sadly burnt out on Splitgate, and that is because I've literally done everything in the game. I have got every achievement possible. Um, So I've uh, exceeded any expectation I had for it. I've probably put in ridiculous amount of hours. Uh, It is a lot of fun. I I really love it, but it's kind of like there's not much else left to do other than trying to go up the ranking system. I'm an average gamer at best, so I'm probably peaked in, you know, I'm going to probably float between diamond and platinum uh, ranks. So it's just a couple wins, couple losses, couple wins, couple losses. 
and and that's okay and the game is fun but there's just not much else right now to, to offer me so I jump back into Call of Duty. They have the big event. And I will say so far when they've done these events to reveal their new game or their new seasons, they have been amazing. This event, Jay, I know you didn't play it. And I know we haven't played Call I of did. Duty in a long time. Did you play it? I did play it. I did play it. What an absolute joke of an event this was, Jordan. <laughs> this is what happens, Jordan. A, tr- a armored train from World War II invades Verdansk and... 36 players or whatever it is, 32 players as a team have to jump into the game and then we all shoot this train for about 15 minutes, it seems like, while the train's shooting us back. And once we blow up the train, we run to the X-Fill, which you can't actually make it unless you're already standing there because a (coughs) missile lands on your head at the end. And then they show the Call of Duty Vanguard trailer. The event was an absolute joke, an absolute waste of time. It's very clear that them moving to a new map for Call of Duty Vanguard, which is great, and them announcing that there's an anti-cheat. It's it's very clear that this company has moved on from Verdansk. And 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 I understand it's two months away before the new map comes out, and it's a new it's an updated engine, which allows them to put the anti-cheat because the code hasn't been sold off like the last one was when the when Warzone came out. So I understand all that, but it's very clear that they have left this game behind to die. Uh, this map, this there's probably not very many updates. I'm sure that they this was a throwaway event. At least that's what I'm hoping. But what an absolute joke and an L and oh, something they should I'm not so have hyped up. I think it was just a complete waste of anyone's time to even do this. Just show the stupid trailer after in the middle of a baseball game or why didn't they show the trailer back in the NBA playoffs like they used to? The trailer is amazing. It looks like a lot of fun. Unfortunately, it's a World War II game. I'm sure 99% of the world isn't going to care about that. And it's, everyone's over the historical shooters again. Uh, they want the modern stuff. They're trying to compete with Battlefield. I personally will not buy Vanguard. I, I'm not going to sit here and say I'm not playing Warzone when it updates to the map, And even though it's World War II themed. Absolutely, I'm going to play Warzone. I, I know that for a fact. But I am I'm have zero interest in, in buying vanguard to play multiplayer in the campaign i i don't care so and i think a lot of people are going to feel that way as well of course i'm sure activision doesn't care because they make a ton of money off off warzone which is still great i I hope i hope that the anti-cheat actually works i'll believe it when i see it uh these you know these these hackers are 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 smart and and great and and they figure ways around it and i can only imagine it's a matter of time before they announce oh sorry our code was stolen again and it's hack city but Jay, what did you think about the event? Everyone knows my opinion. I think it was a waste of time and a joke. But real quick, you said you played it. Your thoughts? I did. I was hoping it was going to be harder or more intricate than it was. Because it really did feel like that. Kind of felt like you're playing a, um, what is it? A, a campaign mode. And then that was the final boss at like level 1.5 on your way to the actual final boss, which was going to be hard. Um, the other thing is, is, and James, I know you love Splitgate. I am, am done with Splitgate because to me, it really feels like um, it should have been more of a mobile game than it should have been a console um, thing. And I think it was kind of the concept was cool and I think it's fun and I think it's great. But after about 30 minutes of playing, I was kind of, it's just, yeah, it's just not really there for me anymore. But um, so obviously I went back to Call of Duty, found out the Vanguard event, um, did that uh, intro thing. What's up? Did you play any more Valorant? I did. Yeah. Still terrible. I'm still terrible. Not the game. Not me. No, no, me. Me. I'm terrible at it. Um, that game's still interesting. And I think it's just cause I haven't put enough time into it, but okay, it is yeah. interesting. Um, but split gate, I'm kind of out on, um, call of duty though. The Vanguard event, dude, it was, it was terrible. Like I kept, you know, it's one of those things. Like I kept waiting for like something oh, else. Okay, to we blew up all the turrets. Right. Okay, cool. Now here come the bombers and now we have to get somewhere else. And like cinematically and like story-wise i thought it was cool i thought it was a great concept like armored armored nazi train going through the thing like that's awesome they used part of the map that already existed some of the stuff and you know for dance changed like that's really cool but man the actual mission itself 
um, sucked big huevos. Especially when their last couple had been really cool. And also not to mention, literally like two weeks ago, Fortnite did one of their live events, and it was freaking Ariana Grande doing a concert in Fortnite, and here comes Call of Duty marching all back with, we've got a train you can shoot. <laughs> yeah, well, I think they blew <laughs> their load God. on the uh, the 80s. They might have blown their load on the 80s, man, because the 80s event was pretty freaking sweet. Like, I thought that was awesome. <clears throat> Being able to play as Bruce Willis or, you know, Stallone and, you know, the old school music and, like, hair bands and, like, the new tower and everything else I thought was really cool. And this one almost seemed like they're really focused on Vanguard. And they turned to some junior developers and go, hey, we like your train idea. Just go ahead and run with that. Well, what do we need? Yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. Just, just to put the train in there, blow it up. You know, thirty. Like I would have rather have seen that yeah, armored yeah. train. You know how like there's uh the different events the the jailbreak will happen in Warzone or the supply drop part will happen in Warzone. That should be an event in Warzone that an armored train comes oh, because that would have been basically great. is like sniping everybody as it drives by. So could you imagine this armored train that's not affected just going around the map that's just mowing people down if you're anywhere near it. Like it changes that the way you have ridiculous. to rotate. It changes the way you have to play. That would have been, I would have rather have had that as their event than some throwaway event that they had. It was just a joke. But, but it, it for, uh, for BR though, like you still had to take out the train, like in order to get like whatever it was at the end, like a new skin or something like that, you still had to blow up the train. Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of like, an with, object yeah, to yeah. It, yeah. Maybe not as, like, as hard like what to, we were to doing. blow up as, as they did, but. Like what we were doing with like when you had to do the what was it the the bank or yeah, the exactly. yeah the bank where you had to like do it while the game is all still going on you were completing these like internal missions Correct. and unlocking missions stuff and stuff yeah I think I think that yeah. would have been I think that could have been a lot of fun um, maybe they'll maybe some random Activision em, or Raven employer will hear us and be like hey that's a really good idea we should steal that I I doubt out of the right, twelve people right. watching us right now it's going to be one of them but. But you, we For can sure. always hope because our idea is clearly better than anyone there. Maybe if they weren't so busy <laughs> fighting off a lawsuit or slapping people on the Aww. backside, maybe they would have been able to make something of themselves. But just, oh, man, I can't tell you. It's like me on the soapbox this week. I, it just stressed me out. I was like, what a joke. I can't even defend this. I, know, we thought- I can't even get my friends to come back to play this because I, I can't even recommend that this this is, hey, man, come play the event because it's kind of fun. And then, hey, while you're already on, logged on, we might as well play a game or two of Warzone. That's kind of how it went in the past. I, I can't even say that that was fun with a straight face. We thought it was going to be Jay talking for straight 45 minutes. It's been you. Oh, it ah, has been you. What a nightmare. All right, guys. We're going to say goodbye with that now that George has called out my <laughs> inefficiencies. Uh, let's uh, go around the room real quick, see what you guys are up to. Jay, what are you up to this week besides getting ready for a playoff game and, and high school football? Anything else going on family-wise? Uh, family-wise, just hanging out. Kids are all back in school now, so, um, you know, limited time with them. Still taking them to school in the morning, so no matter what happens, got to be up at 6 o'clock, which is why you will not find me online um, doing my late-night sessions as I normally do. Um, but, yeah. yeah, man, just getting getting the grind back into it. So hopefully here in the next couple of weeks, I'll have a big announcement with my travel agency. Um, but until then it's licensing for USA bobsled and skeleton this next week. Nice. And Jordan, you jump back in, you had the birthday stream. Are you starting to trend back to streaming a little bit more full time again? Um, I'm making no promises because every single time I say, this is the week I'm going to start coming back. Something else in life just smacks me right on the forehead and says, no, sit down. So I'm just going to pray that yes, and we're just going to be spontaneous and have fun and have a good time. And if my life continues to punch me in the face, you won't see me. So we'll just we'll just leave it at that. Okay, so call of duty after this? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, guys, for me, I'm, I'm not really sure. I I'm, I'm, have been playing 12 minutes uh, recently. Uh, I thought about streaming that if I can get, you know, a couple of viewers that want to come on and, and watch as I play it. Uh, this is an interactive kind of point and click adventure, uh, interactive thriller. Uh, it's got great voice acting. For those who don't know, it just released um, on, I think, everywhere. I know if, I don't know if it's Xbox exclusive or not. I'm not sure if it's on PlayStation, but it's a lot of fun. Basically, every 12 minutes, the, the world resets. You're trying to figure out, like, this cop comes in and, and arrests your wife for killing her father. 
and it's like a loop. It's like a Groundhog Day style game, right? So every 12 minutes it resets and you got to figure out the stories you go. I would love to play that on stream a little bit this week and kind of get feedback from people watching. And we, you know, after the loop, we could have a discussion in the chat saying, okay, let's try this this time. And then we, I go through, I do, do the scenario again and see if that gets us any further. I think that would be a lot of fun. I've also uh, been looking to uh, jump into Escape from Tarkov. I have looked extensively at controller support for it. And if I can figure oh. out something that I like, uh, it could be something that I jump into uh, going forward. But with that being said, we're going to say goodbye. Thank you guys again. This was Parents vs. Gaming, episode 22. We will see you next Sunday. And Jay, I just want to get a little, a little teaser out there. Our main topic next Sunday... And you can't answer right now. You can't answer right now. Tentacles. Is tentacles? Tentacles? More tentacles? Are esports players real athletes? All right, everybody. Have a great night. Bye. Bye. Bye.